0: Hi, I'm PJ and welcome to House Daily. It is um, really good to to be with you today. hope you're doing well, whatever uh, you've been doing this week. Um, And uh, I've seen quite a few of my friends and people I know who've been uh, doing their own DIY haircuts at home. I don't know how you're coping with your lockdown locks. I've I committed right near the beginning to uh, not touch my hair um, and not try to get a We didn't have clippers or anything, and we just got normal scissors, no proper haircutting scissors. And so I've I've committed to full locks. And as lo- the longer and longer this goes, and now knowing that probably hairdressers won't be up until July, it's probably going to be like five months before I have my haircut, which I think is probably the longest I've had. Not had it cut in a long time, so I've no idea what my hair is going to look like come the end of this. Um, But uh, I may be wearing a man bun or something. I've no idea what. But um, I hope you're doing well. You're enjoying it. If you've taken your some scissors or some clippers to your hair this week, good on you. You're you're a better person than me. Um, But I hope you're doing well. And we're going to dig into scripture. We are at this great point. In the book of Hebrews, um, this amazing book written about how incredible Jesus is basically. And we've just been thinking about uh, Jesus in the role of priest and the importance of that. We've had that really strong challenge uh, in that. And we're about to dig into now, uh, finally, um, this idea of Melchizedek and the order of priests of Melchizedek. And so if you've got your Bible, open it. We're in Hebrews chapter 7, starting at verse 1. And it says this, This Melchizedek was king of Salem and priest of God most high. He met Abraham returning from the feet of the kings and blessed him. And Abraham gave him a tenth of everything. First, the name Melchizedek means king of righteousness. Then also king of Salem means king of peace. Without father or mother, without genealogy, without beginning of days or end of life, resembling the son of God, he remains a priest forever. Just think how great he was. Even the patriarch Abraham gave him a tenth of the plunder. Now the law requires that descendants of Levi he become priests to collect a tenth from the people, that is, from their fellow Israelites. Even though they are all descendants of Abraham, this man, however, did not trace from this his descent from Levi. Yet he collected a tenth from Abraham and blessed him, who had promise, who had the promise. And without doubt, and the lesser is blessed by the greater. In the one case, the tenth is collected by people who die. But in the other case, him, uh, by him who is declared to be living. One might even say that, that Levi, who collects the tenth, paid the tenth through Abraham, because, uh, because when Melchizedek make, met Abraham, Levi was still in the body of his ancestor." So we're starting to uh, unpick now uh, this person of Melchizedek. And don't worry if you've not heard of who Melchizedek is before. He has mentioned Literally three times in the entirety of scripture and all times really briefly. In fact, Hebrews is the most we we talk about him in scripture. The first is in, is in Genesis in the story of Abraham, which we've just uh, had mentioned and unpacked a bit in the scripture. Um, and the second is this is one time in, in Psalms 110. Um, we know so little about Mark Isidak. Um, and it's really interesting how here um, the author of Hebrews puts so much weight on him. Um, and it, it may be slightly uncomfortable to us in a way because they're doing something with scripture, which we don't normally do. Something with uh, history scriptures, which we don't normally do. and We might find quite uncomfortable in some ways because it's not the normal way we unpack um, texts, but just to say it was really normal then. Because in part of what they're doing is is unpacking from absence what's not there, what's not said. And doing it in quite a strong way to to do a prophetic image of who Christ is. That's um, so what the author is doing here. He unpacks a few key things about what we don't know, or what we do know, and what we don't know about Melchizedek. The first, he impacts he names really deeply, which again may seem really odd to us. We don't have the importance of names in the same way, but he unpacks the name of who he is, Melchizedek, being that that king of righteousness. And then where he's king of, King of Salem or or Shalom, we may know the word of of, of peace. And actually how those are two really important things of the style, the type of person that Melchizedek was. And Melchizedek was this priest king. He was a king of an era, but he was also in the role of a priest, which again, really odd for us. We don't know that concept. The Queen of England isn't also a a priest, but actually it was a a fairly common thing then um, for them to understand. Um, But then he goes into something a bit deeper about what's not there in Genesis narrative. Genesis is full of telling the story of so many different people. And if you read Genesis recently, you probably remember that so often it goes as then there was Noah, son of so-and-so, and he had these offspring, and then he died. And then there's this person and he had these offspring and then he died. And it it often goes to that pattern. Most people in Genesis, most of the important characters we see in Genesis, we have this genealogy that goes in this genealogy where we hear who their son of and we hear who their male descendants are. Um, But we don't have that in Melchizedek. So what they're saying is, is we don't know who their parents were. We don't know who their offspring was, this King Melchizedek. Um, It's not saying that, he was eternal. It's not saying that he was this ethereal being who suddenly appeared from heaven. Um, in the story narrative of Genesis, we see actually he, he seems to be someone who's known by the people there, known by the other kings in the story. Um, he's a normal person. Um, but what we're saying it's actually the way it's, this person's been put into scripture is really intentional. It's really intentional how there is little about Melchizedek how it doesn't talk about how he came into being How it doesn't talk about how he died because actually that, that is a prophetic telling of who Christ's going to be he's a different type of king this king which is completely different a king which which is eternal unlike the priests of of Levi the sense of Levi who who died who were um, only there for inheritance it, it's sharing this starting to share this contrast between the order of Levi and the order of Melchizedek. How Melchizedek uh, was eternal, but Levi was limited. They, they died. How actually the, the priests of Levi were, were fallen themselves. They had to make sacrifices for themselves. But yet Melchizedek didn't do that. Melchizedek, we don't see any imperfection in Melchizedek. That's not because it wasn't there, but it's just not spoken about. And so actually what the author's doing is unpicking that more this, this order of Melchizedek is a perfect priest. Um, and how also it picks out again in, in the scriptures how uh, Levi was was equal to the other tribes of, of Israel, um, that they were all equal, they were all descendants. What he's pointing out here is actually Melchizedek is greater than Abraham. Even Abraham, that the person in the uh, Jewish custom, they saw so highly, he was the their ancestor, their patriarch. He was so important. Even him paid a tithe to this king um and actually setting up that hierarchy actually this is someone who's above the people of israel not equal of he's above and these these aspects are really key as we come to see jesus in this light and it's not that jesus is a type of melchizedek it's actually god in his providence has put melchizedek right into scripture in a really odd specific way which in some way screams out to you because it's odd if you're if you're a Jewish person of this time, how he's not spoken about in the same way, it screams out that this person's different. He's put there for a reason in that way, for a reason that so when we come to see Jesus, we go, ah, there's Jesus. There's Jesus. And it's the amazing thing about the author of Hebrews. He's, he's, he's constantly seeing Christ in the old Testament. And it's really important that Jesus is this type of Melchizedek priest, that he is this person that's different. That is not the same. Um, And and we're just unpacking that today. We're going to dig into more that goes on. But one of the things I was thinking and praying about is actually um, this idea of seeing stuff in the absence. Um, We're we're really good at seeing the things that are right in front of us. But actually one of the things, just as humans, we don't naturally do is is spot the missing things. Um, And particularly what came to heart as I was praying was actually just um, maybe take some time today to just think and and pray about and ask God to bring to you things you've missed. He wants you to become aware of, or maybe particularly people, people who you would normally see on a Sunday, normally senior week, who um you've not spoke recognized the absence of. And actually may they're people that God's calling and putting to heart for you to to reach out to today, to to make contact with, to drop a phone call or a message to, just to see them, because actually it's it's not a natural thing to do for us to to see those absences, but actually God works really powerfully through those absences. And I know it's a slight tangent, but I thought that's what God was really saying uh, for us today. So just take some time to pray in that today. So I'll pray. Yeah, God, thank you for your amazing providence in scripture, how you put these little things in to show and reveal to us who you are and the character of who your son is. Um, and I just pray for us, God, as there is, it's not completely natural for us um, to, to spot those absences, um, In scripture in our life and so god i just pray that you would just bring people to mind uh, for us today people who um you love and who you care for who we've we've not recognized our absence with who you're calling us to reach out to um bring those people to mind help us to jot those names down when we do think of them and help us just to reach out in this time to just say hello check in how they're doing um and to be your church in your name amen hope you have a good day. Uh, be safe, be church, keep washing your hands.